With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Uh, Recruiting never ends. Uh, Even during these trying times, uh, we're still recruiting hard uh, in every way we can by following the rules. Uh, It is a day and night uh, effort and, and our coaches are doing an exceptional job. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Final segment of the Husker Online Show. That was Athletic Director Bill Moose as the whole world has almost shut down in ways other than football recruiting as we're going to talk football recruiting. But first, this segment of the Husker Online Show. Nate Klaus brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. That's right. Uh, now, while elective surgeries are still uh, off the table, Coogler Vision still has plenty for, for uh, to, to help you out with your vision needs. If you go to CooglerVision.com, you can take the quiz uh, to find out which one of the uh, laser correction uh, surgeries will, will benefit you the most, and you can do uh, online consultation with them. So uh, get out to, to CooglerVision.com to see how they can help you. And good news, we might be seeing elective surgeries here uh, going back in here by next week, Nate. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on, but uh, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right to the big news of the week, Nate. Um, Avante Dickerson surprisingly commits to Minnesota. This is a guy that had offers from Ohio State, USC, um, Oregon, Oregon, LSU. Uh, LSU. He didn't have Alabama. Uh, I think he had Florida, A&M. I, I mean, mean, you name it. Yeah. Other, everybody but Alabama and Clemson, maybe. And that was it. And he commits to Minnesota, which, you know, I'm not knocking that, but he had never visited Minnesota. Um, He named out a top five or six not that long ago. Minnesota was not a part of that. Um, And then out of the blue on a Friday afternoon, uh, publicly announces his commitment to the Gophers, um, which I think caught a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, the timing of it especially, uh, because he had been pretty pretty serious about wanting to to take visits to – uh, to take at least take a handful of official visits and and uh, kind of continue on with the process and so I think the timing more than anything uh, was was a surprise and um, and I know the last time I, I spoke with him before he made the decision he uh, you know he, he talked an awful lot about how close he was was becoming with Travis Fisher um, you know he basically he mentioned uh, Travis Fisher uh, the the uh, Minnesota staff and then Boston College coaches as the ones that, that he was communicating with uh, the the most or, or most frequently so um, yeah the, the decision was surprise you know you never want to lose an in-state guy um, you know if you're if you're Nebraska that you've offered and especially one that's that's highly ranked highly recruited um, to a team that you play every single year so I mean that's that's kind of a, a double whammy there but uh, at the same time, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, when you look at what Nebraska has done uh, in, in terms of recruiting defensive backs, especially the haul that they got last year, um, you know, you, I, I think you can you've got confidence that Travis Fisher is a pretty good recruiter. And he's a pretty good evaluator. And, um, and and I don't know if you look at the guys that they brought in last year. I don't know if if I can honestly look at any of those guys and say, well, Dickerson would immediately be. If you better. put him at Miami Northwestern, how would he do it on yeah, that team? I mean, that's 
great question. Yeah, it is is a great question. I mean, um, I mean, he's supremely athletic. He's an elite athlete, uh, but he's he's injury prone. Um, you know, and and there's you know, out of the games that I watched him play last year, I never walked away from the game going, "Holy cow, that kid is amazing." Um, and and I'm not saying that that means he's not going to be a good twenty one tackles last year. Is yeah, that all he finished? Yeah, with? twenty one tackles on defense. Um, you know, so. Um, yeah, it's it's and and I'm not gonna try to spin it one way or the other. Um, it's a blow. It, yeah, it's a blow. It hurts. Um, you, you know, you never want to lose your, the the top players in the state that you've offered, and um, and that hurts. But at the same time, I don't know that losing Dickerson is gonna you know break this class or or you know come signing day we're gonna say well geez um, if only they had gotten. Uh, Dickerson in this class, you know, that's uh, it would have it would have made it, um, you know, a lot better. Uh, so it it, it kind of is what it is. I, I think that they're going to continue to to at least stay in touch. I don't know how hard they're going to recruit him, uh, but I, I'm sure that they're going to keep tabs uh, on Avante going forward because, like you said, he has not visited Minnesota yet. Um, you know, and, and and he hasn't visited a lot of the other schools that were recruiting him too. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, interesting development to say the least. Yeah, because correct me if I'm wrong, Nate. Once visits open back up, I mean, don't you think there's going to be a clamoring for everybody in this country to want to get out of their house? I mean, we've all been locked watching Tiger King on our couches for the last few months. When they say you can start going on free trips with your family, how many of these guys are going to be like, let's all go? We're going to get a free vacation to five different campuses. That's what surprised me. He did it on a virtual visit, which, you know, I think there's been a lot of talk. Why has Nebraska not done virtual visits? What I mean, what's your take on all of that? Well, they are doing virtual visits. Uh, now, it may be different than what some other schools are doing. I, I think there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Um, you know, a lot of them, um, you know, Nebraska's, for instance, is more of a production. They have, um, you know, kind of packaged it. I'm sure they worked with with uh, Husker Vision or whatever to, to create, you know, produce the this video. It's actually, actually from what some recruits have told me, it's a, a, a couple different videos. It's, it's fairly long. And essentially what it is is it is, um, you know, a junior day experience. If you were on campus attending a junior day, that's that's what the video is. And so you're not only are you seeing the, the facilities and kind of meeting with the coaches and, and getting information from strength and conditioning, so on and so forth, um, you know, but I mean, it's it's kind of the the total package, and it, it is kind of lengthy too, from what uh, some prospects have told me. Now, and then I know other schools are their virtual visits basically consist of you know FaceTime, and where one coach has has you on FaceTime, and um, you know, and is taking you around, and and then he he'll and talking with you, and then he'll pass the the phone or the tablet or whatever it may be off to the the next coach who who has his time with you, and. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can do it, but Nebraska is doing virtual visits. Um, you know, Minnesota's doing theirs. Obviously, theirs have have been um, probably publicized a little bit more um, and maybe a little bit more fruitful. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, I mean they've gained a handful of commitments here over the last few weeks. Uh, that that has probably brought some more of that to uh, to the and that's a style of flex though he's yeah. going to push hard he's oh, going to yeah. he's I mean evidently called Dickerson three four times a day here over the last week yeah not only would he text and call I mean he would he would actually FaceTime him several times a day and so I mean when you've got 
and it's not it wasn't just Fleck it was the entire coaching staff but Fleck was always involved seemingly so um, you know when you've got a head coach that's pushing uh, that hard and, and showing you that much attention uh, it'd be easy to to kind of get wrapped up and and to, to say hey man this is this is pretty sweet they they really 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 want me and yeah, you know, I'm not saying Nebraska didn't do that, but I can't see Scott Frost FaceTiming Avante Dickerson four times a day, and no. that's that's not his style. No. I mean, he's he's not fake. He's not going to be exactly. a hard push guy um, and pressure a kid. And I, I do think some of that probably happens a little bit with Fleck. I think he's pretty good at finding when he sees blood on the water. He goes, "I'm going to push. I'm going to push. And I'm yep. going to push." And either the kid's going to commit or it's, it's not going to work. Well, and it's backfired on him with a couple of other in-state guys. I know the Nick Henrich. Nick Henrich. He did not like the the style of Fleck, where that that constant attention and 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 same with Hickman. Um, I mean, it was almost it almost became a, a nuisance. And so, um, you know, like you said, that that's not Frost style. That really, that's not the style of any. Anybody on this coaching staff to be overbearing like that, and um, and I'll be honest, we I think a lot of coaches probably take the approach that hey, if if I need to Facetime you four times a day, um, you know, and, and to to get your attention, then then maybe you're not you know, the right fit for us in the first place. Because that's not realistic. No, it's not. I mean, you don't even Facetime your wife. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm. I mean, God. I mean, it's just come come on. I mean, it's a little over the top in some respects if. You're having to do that to get a guy to really want to go to your school. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. And and like you said, I mean, J- June is going to be nuts with with all these players. Um, you know, assuming that the dead period is lifted uh, at the you know at the end of May, um, I, I think June is going to be absolutely crazy. You're going to see some schools have 20 official visitors right. on one weekend. Yes. You are, and and it's going to be highly competitive to get those trips uh, lined up. So what you're seeing right now, at least from Nebraska, is they're working very, very hard to try and get get visits locked in uh, so that they can have one of those trips because it's going to be crazy. The amount of the amount of players that are going to visit campuses um, in in the month of June is going to be nuts. Two part question here to close on: Do you think camps will just be canceled altogether, or could we see some maybe regional satellite camps survive that really, like a Lindenwood, for example, become like a hub for everybody and a kind of a last chance opportunity for maybe guys that need to be seen to be seen? Yeah, um, you know that's a great question, and I was just uh, I was actually talking with former Husker wide receiver Chris Brooks about that, um, about the Lindenwood one uh, specifically. Right now, there's no word on that. Uh, I think college camps uh, are probably going to be canceled, um, you know, across the board. I I, I don't see. I mean, I, I just don't see very many colleges allowing uh, them to have have camps on campus. So. Um, you know, and, and I think a lot of coaches that I've that I've talked with are, are not expecting their camps, their on campus camps to to happen. But um, you know, th- that would be a good opportunity. Like some of these mega camps, you know, the the Lindenwoods, the Chicago showcases, and um, you know, a handful of other ones. I mean, that that would be uh, a good opportunity. Now, if you get two thousand people together, um, you know, right? It's now, hard. Yeah, I mean, that's. That would be something that would probably get it shut down. Maybe I, I don't know, but um, I wouldn't rule that out. But uh, right now, I would be surprised if we saw on-campus uh, camps, you know, taking place well, in the month of June. Well, and we already know, like Avante Dickerson, his freshman year, ran the best forty at the Lindenwood Mega Camp, and not one coach talked to him because he wasn't on a radar yet. Yep. So you still got to be on a radar to be, you know, you can't just show up. And I mean, no one's if they don't know who you are, they're not even going to look at what you run. And so some of these camps almost could get too big. 
Um, but I, I still think there needs to be a place for him if they can, but it, I'm not really optimistic that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm not overly optimistic either. Um, you know, it's it, it would be a great opportunity because, I mean, you think about all the, all the kind of borderline guys, especially in the Midwest where – you know, maybe they don't get the the exposure. The, like Isaac Gifford last year. Exactly. I mean, um, there's a lot of guys that were, were counting on the spring evaluation period to to be seen in person by coaches uh, to, to get offers or at least to maybe even rise up the, the recruiting board uh, for a lot of schools. And now that's not happening. And so uh, I do think that these camps would be a huge opportunity for a lot of those guys, especially kids in the Midwest. Well, lots to follow in the world of recruiting. Uh, make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com as we will keep you up to date with the latest. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 